Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I am happy to be back. So I am going to be honest with you. I have found it quite difficult to produce content recently, including podcast content, including Instagram content and everything else. And when I say recently, I'm talking over the past few months, longer than a few months. The reason for that is that I've felt quite conflicted and I did an IGTV this morning on Instagram explaining that I am no longer going to be coaching clients through competition prep moving forwards and that is a decision that I found it quite hard to make but it's one that I've needed to come to and the reason for that is because of my nature and my personality type I am a very very caring person um I'm a very caring coach all of my clients know that all of my friends anyone who knows me personally knows that and on top of that me being very caring and empathetic and caring so much about each one of the individuals I work with I also value health very highly both professionally and personally and obviously competition prep is not healthy pushing people to that extreme you can do it in the healthiest way possible and there are still going to be negative health effects that will come with that it's unavoidable and because of health being so high up my priority list and because of my nature as a person and my personality type, I am therefore struggling to push people through that process of contest prep. It's making me feel conflicted and it doesn't make me feel good to push people through that process anymore because of the negative health effects that will come with that. So I felt quite conflicted for a while and I now I've made that decision and I've taken action towards that decision. I've had that conversation with all of my clients now. They now know that I'm no longer taking people through contest prep. I now feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I am acting and I am coaching in line with my personal values now and in in line with what I care about. And I'm now coaching in a way that makes me really happy and that has made the world of a difference to how I feel and with me also feeling quite conflicted coaching competitors but value in health and really caring about my clients but then pushing them through this process which is going to have a negative effect on them in some way um it's been quite difficult to produce content such as podcast content such as Instagram content because I've just felt like I've been giving mixed messages and hopefully moving forwards from here, things will be a lot clearer for you guys. And I definitely feel a lot more clarity in myself and in what I'm all about. And hopefully now I've made this decision, things will be a lot clearer for you as well as myself. So I feel amazing for having made this decision to be completely honest, obviously, it's been a really hard conversation to have with some of the girls that I coach that do still have the intention of stepping on stage again, because I have absolutely loved coaching them. And 
loved working with those individuals they are all incredible in their own rights they've all come on leaps and bounds throughout our time working together both mentally and physically and I I will always support those individuals they know that I've had that conversation with them I've told them that I will always be here for them if they ever have any questions for me if they ever want to run anything by me I will always support them whatever goals they set for themselves I will follow follow along with their journeys and they know that so I'll always be there as a support beyond the coaching relationship so it's been very hard to have that conversation um, but it's what I've needed to do. And hopefully in a way this can inspire some of you who are personal trainers, online coaches, or business owners in any industry to act in line with your values and do what you know is right for you, because it genuinely will make the world of a difference to how you feel and therefore how passionate you are about your work and how much time, energy, effort you're able to give to your work. Because when you're passionate about something and it's really in line with your values and your goals as an individual and as a professional and as a personal person, um, you'll be able to put so much more into that and I I truly believe that when you act in line with your values, you will ultimately be more successful because your messaging is more authentic. What you're doing, you're more passionate about. You're happier as a person. You're functioning better. You're not feeling internal conflict. So I truly believe that when you act in line with your values and what really matters to you, that everything will ultimately fall into place. And obviously I've not made this decision to benefit financially in any way. I just want to point that out. I will have lost income because of this decision, because I'm losing some of my clients who wanted to step on stage again. So this decision is literally losing me money, but it's increasing my happiness. So that is what matters. Like you can't put a price on happiness and long term, I believe that I will be able to make things work and um, get my income back up to where it was because I'm doing what makes me happy and I'm really passionate about what I'm putting out into the world and the message I'm trying to get across and what I'm trying to promote. And I now want to be an advocate of, yes, pushing people hard, but in a way that they don't have to sacrifice their mental or physical health and in a way where they can still enjoy other aspects of life and they don't have to dedicate every single like hour of their lives to the goal of stepping on stage and they don't have to see the same sacrifices that someone will have to see who is going through a competition prep you know you'll have to to some extent sacrifice your social life um your hormone health will be impacted your mental health might be impacted people will be more prone to suffering with issues with their relationship with food and body image when they push themselves to the extreme of stepping on stage um there are so many things that can come alongside that and often it is sugar-coated and it's also very hard sometimes to distinguish between who's doing it for the right reasons and who's doing it for the wrong reasons. It's a very hard industry to navigate sometimes as well. And things aren't always as they seem, for example, behind transformation pictures or stage pictures, 
you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Often there's people who maybe have disordered eating traits that are stepping on stage and look fantastic, but they aren't saying anything about those disordered eating issues that they're experiencing. They look amazing in their pictures and they say all is fine, but you can't see what's going on behind the scenes. So like I said, it's a very hard industry to navigate. And there are some people who will compete in bodybuilding and absolutely love it. I did whilst I did it, but it no longer serves me well. And there were still, I still experienced the negatives that there were to come with competing. I lost my menstrual cycle every single time I stepped on stage. Um, I definitely sacrificed my social life a hundred percent. The quality of my relationships weren't as good. Um, there were time, there was time, energy, effort that was taken from my work and my business that I had to dedicate to competing instead. So I could have probably seen more. I could have worked. I could have maybe provided a better quality of service if I hadn't been competing. Um, there was food freedom sacrificed probably nutrient deficiencies especially looking at the way that I looked when I stepped on stage and you you do have to dedicate your entire life to it and you have to sacrifice a lot and for some people that sacrifice is worth it and they absolutely love bodybuilding and for those people that's great but bodybuilding is only for a very small percentage of the population and the rest of the population would be so much better off progressing towards their training performance, body composition, health related goals in a more sustainable way where they can still keep their mental and physical health intact and they can still enjoy social occasions and enjoy other aspects of life. And that is what I want to be an advocate for. And that is what I want to get across. I'm not demonizing bodybuilding and I still have respect for the sport of bodybuilding that is great for the people who bodybuilding is for i'm all for it like i respect it crack on have an amazing time push yourself to the limit enjoy what you're doing um but for the rest of the population it's probably not appropriate and because of my personal values and because of my personality type it doesn't make me feel good to push people through that extreme process and to inflict those negative health effects on people. So that's why I'm taking a step back from coaching people through that process. And I hope that's come across well. Um, If you haven't already, go and watch the IGTV that I put on Instagram as it was only like, I think four, four and a half minutes long. And I think even though I did just do it like first thing in the morning and had no script or anything, I think I summarized my reasoning behind taking a step back from it quite well. So maybe go and watch that if you haven't already. And hopefully it has come across well because yeah, I just want to make a point in saying that like, I'm not demonizing bodybuilding and I still respect the sport. Um, but it doesn't make me feel good and it doesn't make me happy to inflict that on people and to push people through that process. And I was really struggling with that towards the end of this year because of it not being in line with what I value and in line with what I want to promote and put out in the world um and yeah sometimes there's more 
than meets the eye when it comes to bodybuilding. Um, I don't want to bang on about it too long because I mentioned this on my Instagram story the other day as well. I think it's really difficult to get the right balance of not slating the sport, but being honest about the sport. And I think sometimes when people step away from bodybuilding, they don't compete anymore. And then they talk about the sport, honestly, it can sometimes be frowned upon and it can seem like they're slating the sport, but sometimes those people have just got a different perspective, which they weren't able to have when they were invested in it themselves and when they were caught up in the process of bodybuilding themselves. And that's certainly how I feel to some extent. I think when I was competing, I did love it at the time. Absolutely did love it. However, step, taking a step back from it and investing in other aspects of life and prioritizing my health, enjoying my social life, being able to travel more freely, having a really good relationship with food. I've never had an eating disorder, but my relationship with food wasn't as good when I was competing as it is now. Um, you have extreme food focus post-show and there are, you do go through periods of overeating because that's your body's natural response. And so, yes, I didn't have an eating disorder, but your relationship with food is compromised towards the end of a competition prep. Your body image is compromised. Like the way that you view yourself, your perception of yourself is warped. And that is the case for the majority of competitors. Like most competitors will look back at photos of when they were stage lean, of when they were taking a check-in and they vividly remember at the time feeling like they were holding excess body fat and they look back at those pictures when they're in their off season and they realize how shredded they are and that's just an example of how your perception is skewed when you're in the depths of a contest prep and sometimes it takes you to take a step back to be able to have an objective view and make conscious decisions that are actually right for you without being emotionally wrapped up in the process so that's what I'm getting at when I say that sometimes when people have taken a step back from it and it might seem like they're just slating it because they no longer compete in bodybuilding anymore sometimes that's not the case sometimes it might be that they just now have this ability to look at that process objectively and look at the situation objectively without being emotionally invested in it and they actually realize oh like I was seeing all of these negatives whilst I was in that contest prep was that really worth it I now realize how good it feels to have a social life to have good quality relationships to have a good sex drive and not compromise that for weeks on end to have a regular menstrual cycle and not have to worry about the absence of that like it just it, when you regain these things it makes you realize how good it feels and it makes you feel like it makes you realize how bad you felt in that in that situation but at the time sometimes you don't realize it so that's what i'm getting at when i talk about this objective view now, obviously, there are also people that sort of move on from competing and they do slate it, maybe just because they had a negative experience because they got into it for the wrong reasons or they didn't set themselves up for a successful contest prep. 
and therefore they've had a really bad experience and those people maybe they are just slating it for because they weren't able to be successful at it or whatever but there are a lot of people I think who are talking honestly and I try to talk honestly about it um, but I make a point of saying that like whilst I was in it I loved it now I recognize it's not the right thing for me to continue to do long term so yeah I mean I learned a lot through my time competing I learned a lot about myself I learned to be resilient I learned things that I could apply to other aspects of life um but towards the end of my last competitive season which was 2020 last year I started to realize that actually the negatives were outweighing the positives and it I knew like when I was stepping on stage for those last few shows of the season, I almost knew that deep down in my heart and in my gut that it was something I needed to take a step back from because I was sacrificing so much and I'd given absolutely, I had nothing left to give, sacrificed so much. And I was starting to actually say to myself, for what, like, what am I sacrificing that for now? And I couldn't give myself an answer. And that's when I knew that it wasn't for me anymore. So maybe just something to think about. And on top of that as well, something which isn't spoken about very often is the use of performance enhancing drugs in competing. And I have made a point of saying in the past that I don't coach anybody who is assisted, who's on performance enhancing drugs. And that is just because of the fact that I've always valued health. I've always wanted to put people through the process of competition prep in the safest way possible and with the least negative health effects possible. And my knowledge on performance enhancing drugs isn't vast enough for me to coach some, to give someone drug protocols. And I wouldn't want to, even if it was, because of the potential negatives that will come alongside that. Again, it's just not something that I want to promote or like inflict on people. So I've always made a point of coaching natural athletes. But the bodybuilding industry is at a point now where to be competitive in the IFBB, even with like the PCA now and most non-drug tested federations, ultimately most of the the girls and guys at the top are all on performance enhancing drugs and therefore if you want to be extremely competitive in those non-drug tested federations you're probably going to have to consider going down that route and I wasn't willing to do that with my clients so it was like I wasn't able to push them to be the best competitor they possibly could be anyway because I didn't want to push them to that point where they were using performance enhancing drugs and the point where they sacrificed their health to such an extreme so it's it just wasn't the right thing for me to continue to coach those people and yeah I now feel so much better for making that decision and I now know that I want to work with people who want to take a more sustainable approach to the process and enjoy their life and enjoy a social life and um hopefully I am an example of that now you know I have I I made my decision to step away from competing last year I've never looked back I've always been 100% confident that that was the right decision for me and ever since I have had such a good balance in my life like I have the best social life I've probably ever had um I have better quality quality relationships I have more time energy effort to put into my business and work 
um i'm able to travel more i have the best relationship with food i've had in ages my sex drive is so much better um i have a regular menstrual cycle and all of these things i just wouldn't want to give up again and i've been able to enjoy those things but i'm still maintaining a body composition that i'm actually really happy with and i'm still progressing with my training performance and I've actually been at probably around maintenance from a body composition perspective since the start of this year. And I'm really happy with that. I'm progressing with my performance. I'm just in a sweet spot. And I think most people should try to get to this sweet spot eventually where they are able to hang around maintenance roughly, still progress with their performance, enjoy food flexibility. Obviously it takes hard work to get there. There's no two ways about that. Like you're going to have to train really freaking hard and you're probably going to have to go through periods of um, potentially being in a calorie deficit, spending time in a surplus if you want to build muscle tissue. You're going to have to go through those phases to get to your maintenance end point. But I think for a lot of people, it would be wise to strive to eventually at some point in their life get to this rough maintenance and that's not to say that when you get to this maintenance you can never pursue fat loss or hypertrophy again i think it's just good to sit there for a period of time and then you can always come back to fat loss in the future you can always come back to hypertrophy in the future but i think that it would be really good for more people to get comfortable with sitting at maintenance and just appreciate where they're at for a bit and appreciate their body and what it's capable of Pro focus on aspects of the process away from their body composition for a period of time and like i said they can then always come back to pushing the extremes of their body composition not to the extreme of stepping on stage but they can always come back to really pushing for hypertrophy or really pushing for fat loss but i think it's really wise to spend periods of maintenance in between those phases and eventually try and get to a point where you are at maintenance most of the time and then if you, you know, if you get through a phase in your life where you've been doing a lot of partying and you've had a lot of social occasions, you put on a bit of body fat and you want to lose that again, you can absolutely get yourself into a deficit again, but it doesn't have to be extreme. And yeah, hopefully that ramble sort of made sense to people. Um, and I'm, I'm not just to make the record straight sort of thing. I'm not against fat loss whatsoever. I'm not against hypertrophy whatsoever. It's just that I don't want to push people to the extremes that a competitor would push of getting like super uncomfortable in, a, in an improvement season phase to the point they're unhappy in their own skin and then pushing to the extremes of fat loss where they lose their menstrual cycle, where they lose their sex drive and they aren't able to have a, a social life. I don't want to push to those extremes, but I still want to push people um, within a, a healthy limit. So hopefully that rumble made sense. And another thing I was going to touch on is for those of you who don't know, I have just been to Dubai and this time around, I decided to take a holiday last time I was in Dubai. So I went last year, I went for a month and I decided to work whilst I was there, um, which was great. Like had the most amazing time. Like we went out over the weekends, some evenings through the week, we would go out for food, but the majority of the time was spent working and I didn't feel as though I was really able to like relax whilst I was there. Whereas this time around, I decided I was going to go for a shorter duration. I was going to go for a week and I was going to actually take it off of work majoritably. And yeah, it was so nice. And for the record, this was the first time I've taken a holiday 
where I've actually had time away from work longer than two days since I became self-employed in 2015. I started as a personal trainer in 2015 and uh, from there went on to working as an online coach in 2018 and have been online ever since. And yeah, I've never taken a holiday longer than two days completely away from work. So this was a first for me. And to be honest with you, it felt massively out of my comfort zone because for me, work is a massive coping strategy and it's something that I often use to distract myself from feeling my feelings and my emotions. And so I, I never used to allow myself time and space to to really like feel anything or process anything or just have time being present. And I've really learned to do that over the course of this year. I've actually also seen a therapist for a period of time as well. And that's helped with my ability to do that massively. Like, I'll be honest, there was a long period of time where I didn't allow myself to feel any negative emotion whatsoever. And the first time I went to see a therapist, I spent probably like 45 minutes out of the hour just crying because it was just like a big release of emotion that I hadn't allowed to be released for over a year. And it just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders straight away. So um, yeah, I've worked with somebody to help with my ability to give myself time and space. And that has allowed me to actually take this holiday and take time off and be okay with that and be able to actually relax. So yeah, it's just been a game changer for me. And I had the most amazing time away. Obviously it's not something that I will do regularly because I absolutely love what I do. I love my work. I want to work frequently. I want to work long hours, like because I love it, because I'm so passionate about it and I'm so passionate about what I do. And especially now I've made this decision and I know who I want to work with and I know the approach that I want to take with those people. And um, I've made a lot of changes like within my business. I've moved everybody over to Trainerize, which is an excellent app, so easy to use. And it allows me to set like habit based targets for my clients. So such as um, wind down before you go to bed, limit blue light exposure before you go to bed, make sure you get your steps in during daylight hours where possible, get fresh air and daylight, little things like that. Like it could, in, I could encourage them to journal, to meditate where necessary. Not everyone needs to do those things, but where necessary. And yeah, it's such a great app. It allows it, them to sync it with their Apple watch or Fitbit. So their steps automatically sync to the app and they don't have to mess around filling their data in each week. Um, their training program is really accessible on there with demo videos and they can fill in their performance as they go through. So yeah, I've made these changes within the business to make the process smoother for the girls that I'm working with, for the women that I'm working with and help them make progress towards their goals more seamlessly and just enhance the experience, the coaching experience for them. And I'm always, anyone who knows me will know that I'm constantly working to improve my service and improve my knowledge alongside that. And I will never stop leveling up. And this is just one of those ways. So this week has, I've been in isolation since coming back from Dubai, done the five day test and release thing. So I was out, um, what day is it? Saturday. I was out yesterday. So 
I've spent these five days just doubling down on work. I've spoken to all of the girls about the fact I'm not coaching anyone through contest prep moving forwards. I've moved everyone over to Trainerize. And I feel a little bit like this is a fresh start for me, which is so nice. And Dubai was sort of like time to think about all of that. And I actually wrote down a list of things that I wanted to do as soon as I was back. And that time and space that I that I gave myself, that I've learned to give myself, and I had in Dubai, it enabled so many more creative thoughts to come to the surface. Like the notes pad on my phone was used so much more often, and I was producing content more easily. I was coming up with really good business ideas, and that's down to me allowing myself that time and space to think and to feel. So for anyone that is stuck in this sort of mindset of more is better, more hours are better when it comes to work and never allowing themselves time and space to just be and just think, you're missing out on so much creativity and productivity and energy that you could be embracing you could be enhancing you could be utilizing and that would genuinely level up your service and your business so you're actually missing out if you're never allowing yourself time and space to just be and to think and to be your most creative self so if you're a personal trainer or an online coach I I have a lot of clients who are personal trainers and online coaches and I work with them on this sort of thing to Um, make sure that they are progressing not only from a physique perspective and not only from a training performance perspective, but also from a business perspective. I want them to progress as coaches themselves. I will help them improve their knowledge throughout the process. They will ask me questions, but we will also work on their ability to manage stress, their ability to allow themselves downtime to work on their schedule. And um, that's, it, it honestly will make the biggest difference to your business. So make sure you're giving yourself the time and space that you need. And remember as well that your business is not you. You are a separate entity to your business and you need time for yourself away from that. And if you remember as well that your business is not you, it will help you detach yourself a little bit more easily emotionally away from what happens within the business. So if anything ever goes wrong, it will impact your mental health less because you're able to recognize, right, that's the business. This is me. And what's going on in the business is not happening to me. It's happening to my business. So that's something to bear in mind as well. And yeah, it's just so important to show yourself the respect that you deserve and not just run on fumes all the time. Like how do you expect to provide the best quality of service possible to be your best self as a coach if you are running on fumes? You're not going to be able to. Trust me, I have tried. I've been there, done that. So learn from my mistakes. and. Yeah, so this podcast has been a bit of a ramble, a bit of a catch up, but I just felt like I needed to do that. Um, I've had no script. I've just literally spoken from my heart in this podcast. So hopefully it's come across well. Hopefully I've made sense and hopefully some of you have benefited from it in some ways. But please let me know like if anyone has any questions whatsoever if anyone just wants to reach out and drop me a message I would love to chat to you 
genuinely like just drop me a message on Instagram and let's have a bit of a chat um and obviously if anyone is interested in coaching who wants to progress wants to push their limits wants to progress with their performance or their body composition or their health and maybe even if you're a personal trainer or a coach that wants to progress with your business alongside that get in touch with me and I would be more than happy to help you out let's just make sure that you maintain your health in the process and um make sure that you're able to enjoy other aspects of your life and look after yourself and you're not pushing to that extreme because that's not a target audience that I'm trying to work with anymore. So I do have a few coaching spaces available. If anyone is interested, I would absolutely love to work with you. Um, so yeah, just reach out. And I do offer, by the way, a consultation call, which is completely free of charge and there's no commitment involved. It's literally just a Zoom call so that we can have a chat and talk a little bit about coaching and how it works with me. You can ask me any questions that you have. And honestly, there's no such thing as a stupid question and I will never judge you. So if anyone is interested in coaching, message me or book in for a consultation call let's have a chat and we can go from there and you're not tied to anything all of my clients will tell you that um but thank you for listening guys i will be back to podcasting regularly now i've made this decision i no longer feel that internal conflict so i'm not struggling with producing content anymore let's put it that way but let's <laughs> let's catch up next podcast and i will speak to you soon